This is an NYY Sports Talk podcast presented to you by Baseballism, a premium lifestyle apparel brand inspired by America's pastime. Baseballism is America's brand. Now batting for the New York Yankees, the shortstop, number two. This is episode 109 of the NYYST podcast presented to you by Baseballism.com. I'm your host, Christian. As always, I'm joined by my co-host, Chris. You. And Stag Guy Rye. What up? That's that was a good one. That's way too, too chipper. enthusiastic. Way yeah. too chipper for what uh, we've been dealing with here. Yeah, I know. What up? It's Wednesday night. I'll give you a little time reference here. Uh... Uh, I guess about two hours ago, the Yankees took a shit in the Bronx again, as they've done for the first week of the season. They lost to the Tigers two to one. Uh, now they are currently two and four. Uh, I at the beginning of the season, I would have said that the minimum I would have accepted out of these first two was series two losses was four and two, and here they are with two wins. Uh, and the sad, what is so frustrating is that they're not losing games. In, they're losing games, but in addition to that, every time they lose a game, they lose another player. I, I thought of two things today. One, if there's anything worse than a Yankee loss, it's a Yankee loss with an anemic offense. It's almost unbearable to watch. It, it really is. It's unbearable. It's frustrating. I'd rather them lose a 10-8 to eight game. But the pitching's been really good, and that's really the, the shittiest part of all of this. The second thing, and I'm very proud of myself, I know I had my moments last episode. You're potty trained now? Somewhat. Not all the time. Uh, well, you know what? To encourage Chris to be potty trained on a full-time basis, go to iTunes and leave a five-star rating and review for this podcast. And yes. If we get five five-star reviews by the time we record uh, episode 110 on Sunday, Chris will be fully potty trained. I'll wear a diaper during the show. No. Okay. Um. So the second thing, and I'm very proud of myself, is year after year... After like the first month, if the team isn't, I'm like, this fucking season sucks. They're done. But after last year, I would just, I remind myself now, this season is so long, guys. It's so long. There's so many ups and downs. Does it suck that they've started this way? Yes. But here's what I can tell you. The one team that we're going to have to worry about, I promise you. When all is said and done is the Boston Red Sox. The Baltimore Orioles. Yeah, okay. They've lost more games than we have right now. Wow. That's something so to hang your So you hat can on. look at it two ways. You can say, okay, these six games really don't mean as much as they could have. Or you can look at it as this was a good opportunity for the Yankees to take advantage. Do you feel better that the Yankees are losing because they're hurt? And Boston is losing healthy? 
Do no. you feel better about that? No, because I don't think they're losing necessarily because they're hurt. Oh, they, they are. I think they they're are. discouraged. I think they're a little deflated right now. Because they scored... They scored five runs in the last three games. Yeah, but you said it yourself. These injuries shouldn't be the reason why they're not scoring. I mean, it shouldn't be, but it, I mean, it's, yeah, no, it's lending it itself Listen, to it. I, you always have to sit here and say no excuse, but it kind of is. I mean, look at the look at the disabled list right now. I'm calling it that. I don't care. Um, but another thing, you know what I realized today. I absolutely hate the first week of a Yankee season outside of opening day. All the day Jacob games. Jacob DeGrom has, the has hit schedules. more home runs than Aaron Judge has. So that's awesome. He had a home run. Wow. Great. Yeah, but Judge has been really good. He's how many? He's got to be leading the team in RBIs now. Three. Yeah. Yeah. No, nope. no, Voight has five. Uh, Voight. Let's, but, let's, but Voight. Let's talk about Luke Voigt. Voigt is what? One hit? Three? What a piece! What a piece of garbage! Yeah, really. Now I'm back to saying that he's he's. Do you a like bust. the guy or don't you? I'd like it if he would stop striking out so damn much. Okay. Luke Voigt last year caught lightning in a bottle because he had a an approach at the plate where he wanted to go center field, oppo. It looks like he's up there swinging from his heels trying to pull everything. Yeah, but do you also attribute, just like you attribute the anemic offense to the injuries, do you maybe attribute his, all these guys kind of pressing because of the injuries also? Yes, look at Gleyber Torres today. Yeah, I mean, these guys feel like they need to overcompensate for the for the weak lineup that they're putting out there. So, it's a domino effect. It doesn't just... It doesn't just affect the team from the actual... It, it affects the players who are still healthy. The players. And any word on too low or no? Uh, last I heard, it's it, Boone said it looks like an IL situation. Jesus. God, man. This is crazy. What are we up to right now? Uh, Brian, pull it up. That would be the 11th, I think. That would be 11 or 10. Because I thought it was 10, but then I heard Susan and John... We, we can call him John because we had him on the show. Uh, they were saying they were at 10 already. This is crazy, man. All right, go go up, go up real quick. All right, so CC was placed on the IL today. Uh, we all knew that was coming. Uh, he served his five-game suspension. Now he's on the IL. CBS Sports is calling it a knee injury. Uh, I thought it had more to do with his ticker. And that they wanted to give him a little extra time. Maybe the knee is banged up. I don't know. What ticker? His heart. Oh. Oh, CC you're talking about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. It says here, expected out at least until April 13th. Okay, that's 10 days. So that doesn't seem like that big of a deal. It says here, Tulowitzki is expected out until at least April 4th, which I think we all know is garbage. Uh, he's definitely... They're going to try and keep him day to day. Yeah, but you know what? You you can't afford to keep with the way this team is banged up. You can't afford to keep a guy day to day. You got a DL. What the hell are you going to call up at this point? It though? doesn't. You need a fresh. You know what? Tyro Strada is the only other infielder on the forty man roster. Even to get a fresh body up here, what are you going to do? And then what fresh? happens if he gets hurt? I gotta say, you're gonna start calling. You're gonna start calling guys off the street. As much as I don't like uh, Tyler Wade on the major league team, it's nice having him. A, off the bench for speed, 
or B defensively, man. He's really good. Yeah, he's well, a good now, defender. Now he's going to be your starting, sh- I guess, second baseman, yeah. shortstop. I don't really. Second base, and then they'll move Torres probably we're, to short. And I don't think we've recorded since Miguel Andujar. No, have we? we haven't because uh, they both went on the IL Monday, if I'm not mistaken. So yeah. let's get to uh, G hurt himself. Uh, Stanton hurt himself on Sunday on a swing. Biceps injury. Here it says out at least until April 22nd, which is great because today's only the f- today's the third, so that's a three week injury. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, here they say Sevy will be out until at least May 10th. That's awesome. Another month without your ace. And May 10th. Jesus. Well, but the pitching. Listen, let me say something real quick. I was gonna put out this nice, awesome tweet until the Yankees lost that game last night. This, through the first five games, not including today, I don't know after today, but it's got to be up there. If the Yankees held the Tigers to just that one run last night when it was late in the game, it would have been the first time since 2002 that the Yankees gone went their first five games with the pitching only giving up 11 earned runs. No other year was close. And what's going to happen when the offense gets hot? What's going to happen when the offense gets Oh, the pitching's going to go to shit. Yep. Always happens. Uh, but you have to be optimistic, too, about the pitching because pitchers in, in the colder weather, I know today was a little bit warmer, but in the colder weather, the pitchers are a lot more, uh, a lot tighter than in the middle of the summer, too. So I was at the game Tuesday night. It was brutal. It was freezing, it was right? Brutal. I ended up not going. It was brutally cold. And. The thing oh, that makes know. it the thing that makes it worse is you're just you, you got there's no excitement you can't even get your blood going you're just like yeah strike it's it's, it's almost unbearable with all these strikeouts they set a franchise record today eighteen Jesus Christ and that guy Boyd that pitched for the Tigers come Bum. on seriously if you want to tell me like Justin Verlander struck you out eighteen times I get you're like okay I understand it but come on did anyone catch Michael K when they showed the picture of Boyd and his wife, and I'm not making fun. I think it's a great thing that they, they, they like adopted like, like 20 children. No, I didn't see that. Yeah, they adopted like 40 Ethiopian kids or something, and like which is great. Up, but like, like his, in my head, the only thing I can think is like, now what? Like they don't all live with them. No, they set up like a house or something for them, and they li- pay for them to like live. I guess so. Boyd I didn't. can't be making that much money now. What the hell's the guy making? I don't know, but I'm sure. Christ, I have two kids and I'm broke. I don't know. I didn't see that though. Uh, <clears throat> so Miggy. Yeah. Uh, what do you do? I mean, I'll tell you right now what my gut feeling is. He's not playing for the rest of the season. A lot of speculation saying he absolutely won't play third base for the rest of the year, but they could try and DH him for the year. But how many at-bats is he really going to get at that point? You know? A lot. Really? Yeah, he just... He so would what? Become, You're going to play... Then yeah. Stanton's going to be the everyday outfielder. I guess so. Like we said, wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. Team is a mess right now. They're a mess. This it's, is the... It's a fucking train wreck. If they started... If they were the Red Sox, and let's say they were in the Red Sox position, and they started 1-5, but they were healthy... You'd be like, all right, they're just in a funk right now. Healthy they'll, or healthy? They'll, they'll snap out of it. But they're hurt they're dr- every day. Every day, it seems like somebody else goes down with an injury. And that's what you you get discouraged about. 
The well, the no, the the discouraging thing is that not only is it every single day, but there's no like hope for the guys that are already hurt. Yeah, there. Stan's gonna be out a couple of weeks. Yeah, that's still a lot of time. Be back before. The, yeah, but you're not talking about like. Andujar, who might have a season-ending injury. I'm saying injury. we don't have one guy that's like, okay, he'll be back, you know, by mm-hmm. next week. Uh, Batances. When's he coming back? April 10th, it says. That's next week. Oh, when's Ellsbury? <laughs> April 15th. Yeah. At TBA. what date? Let's let's do an over-under on his next injury. I'll say April 10th. I'm going to go with right on the dot, April 10th. Yeah, I'll go with the 8th. What do you think it'll be? The fasciitis? It'll be something, though. It'll be something. Oh, I promise you. Roster. I promise you. Uh, it, it's just crazy, man. I mean, it started as like a joke. You know, the first, it was maybe opening day or the day before opening day, and we recorded. We sat here a couple days before, and you said, How many teams could you go into the season with just an ace in their. Whatever, and their setup man, and still be confident since that time just a week ago. All right, so I got the we sked. now have eight other guys on the disabled list. I got, pretty the, much. I got the sked up, the sked that's what the kids call it. When are we in a dome or something? Soon, uh, they're going to Baltimore tomorrow, okay, and then they're in Houston. All right, so then, then after Houston, they come home for uh, White Sox, Red Sox, Royals back right. home, yeah. And then this is what I heard on the radio today is this is when they're expecting Hicks back sometime when they're out west to play Anaheim, Saint, uh, San Francisco, and Arizona, which is towards the end of the month. Okay. That's not. Look, maybe this like injury bug, it's getting out of the way early. Maybe these guys will stay healthy as the weather gets warmer now. I don't know. But This is last August all over but again. Bro, we're. We're so young. We're yeah. so young. And it's not even the guys you would have expected to this be injured. This isn't like the 2010 too, you know? Yankees. Yeah, but these are all, I mean, really, they're fluke Didi. Get, needs Tommy John from sliding into home plate. And they're Duhar, gonna ru- They're going to rush him back. And Duhar needs uh, Torres Labrum diving back to third base. Stan hurts himself on his, <clears throat> I, I guess that happened. And you know what? Miggy's own fault. He shouldn't have been that far off the bag. Yeah, right. Shouldn't have been. It's his fault. It is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what they said, he got injured diving back to third base. Yeah. Hmm. The thing with Batances, I mean, if he didn't, if he didn't have a kid, he'd probably be here right now. Let's so let's blame Dallin Batances' kid. I really, Baby I think Batances. the whole Batances injury was just to buy him more time. I well, really do. They said they said that uh, the inflammation occurred. When uh, he, was he was trying to, to ramp it, it up, oh, yeah. try to ramp it up and play catch up, you know. So let's blame his baby. Why don't you plan to conceive at a time when you won't have to worry about this? You know, yeah. Why? Plan exactly. Plan your sex schedule a little <laughs> better, man. Yeah, mm-hmm. really, really. Dylan and Dylan's wife, like, geez. Come on. Uh, the guy. I mean, the guy that you really want to be worried about is, uh, I guess, these. With Hicks, is this shit always creeps up with him? Man, I'll tell you right now, Hicks has to come back and he has to prove that he can stay healthy for the rest of the year. This this lineup, I never thought I'd say this, but this lineup is really missing Aaron Hicks right now. It, it really, really is. This lineup is missing a lot of things right now. 
what are you going to do? I mean, you got to just keep going out there. We looked at this opening schedule and we were so hopeful. 14 and 7, we had them going through the first 21. Yeah, well, they'll be lucky to win 10 games now. That's it's still They unexpected. can't they can't score. They're not scoring runs. Maybe this will change though. I mean, the, we've seen these things change overnight. Somebody needs to uh, someone someone tweeted to me. I, I put out a tweet today. Someone responded no heart. It's fucking f- six games. And this whole team is injured right now. Look, if anything, the way I, you know what, I'm tired of of having to defend the Yankees all the time, and then I get called a a sheep on Twitter and all the Boone oh. hatred. It's just crazy. Uh, you know, I'm I'm too optimistic, Yankee fan. Well, you know what, go go fucking. Wow, I like that. Mm. I got it. I like it. Anyway, use your imagination. Yeah, use your imagination. Listen. But here's the thing. If anything, to me, this team is trying too hard right now. That's what I just said. I mean, these injuries are, it's a ripple effect. It's affecting the guys that are healthy now because they feel like they need they're, to step up. They are grinding the the the, the bat they're to sawdust. That, that's why more more credit to, to Stanton last year when he stepped up with Judge being out. It wasn't easy, and he was injured himself. And he stepped up last summer, but it's just, I, I saw a tweet and I was so angry for you for once about, it must've been really bad about Boone and someone was ripping him or people were ripping him for going to Chapman last night. You are, you are legitimately, I'm sorry to say this and I might alienate some of our viewers, but you know, Chris, Chris whatever he's about to say, we still love you. We love the passion, but listen to the guy. Chris said, feel your feelings, and you know what? I'm wearing my John Rambo mugshot shirt today because I feel like going on a one-man killing spree on a figurative one-man killing spree, okay? We better, don't, uh, better. Jesus. Okay. But, you know, you have to be so incredibly stupid yes. to not understand how baseball is played nowadays. You go to your closer in the ninth inning of a tie it's game at home. not just nowadays. It's ever since the closer became a thing. There's a tie game at home. You go to the closer. One hunt every time. And if he didn't go to Chapman, he, he would have been someone else. He would have been killed. Killed. And you the know guy what? can't win. I don't want to. You know what? The president of the United States is a very touchy subject, but we'll just say this. For people that don't like the president of the United States, you know, there there's a term for them. And it they're called anti-Trumpers. Anti-Trumpers. Okay. Now, I'm not saying everybody is an anti-Trumper that doesn't like the president. You have your own reasons for it, and that's fine. And we're not here to, to get into a political no, debate or anything. Right, right, right. But it's usually a term thrown out at people that are just so irrational towards everything that he does. Right. Okay. The guy can't win. All right. So now I've decided that you people that are going to rip Aaron Boone no matter what he does and he will, can never win in your eyes are anti-Booners. Anti-Booners. You have erectile dysfunction. <laughs> because 
he goes to Chapman in the ninth inning, tie game at home, a hundred percent the right move. It's not even up for it's debate. It's not even up for debate. That you, is how you manage baseball. You can't get a save in a tie game at home right. because there's nothing to save at that point. You either win the game if or you lose the, the game. He's on the road. And look, even on the road, if you if you're in a tight spot and you need to bring mm-hmm. your closer in at that point to hold them, fine. But on the road, that's a different story yeah. because your team could come take there's the an lead, and there. then there's a and then there's a save situation. But at home, it's not a debate. We shouldn't even be talking. We should have to be talking no. about it because it's not a debatable thing. That is how you manage the game of baseball. But because of Roldis Chapman didn't get the job done, it's Boone's fault. Right. Shouldn't have went to him. Why are you going to your closer there? It's a tie game. You. I had somebody tell me today, you only bring in your closer for saves. There was never going to be a save. They would either win the game or lose it. If he go, if he loses that game yesterday or Tuesday night, because you'll be listening to this Thursday, if he loses the game... With Stephen Tarpley or Tommy Canely or Jonathan Holder on the mound, you're going to fucking roast him like it's Christmas Eve and he's a chestnut. I already hate Tarpley. I already hate him. And it's not his own it's not because of him. It's because of how I already see him being used. He's being used as the guy well, at least right now, because we don't have Batances, he's being used as the guy when we're down late in games. Like down by only a run or two late in the game. But you, you remember I pointed it out to you last episode. Yes. He Boone went to Britain down one in the ninth inning today. Yes, and it was the right move. It was the out of all these like late game losses, they've all been like it's been tied or they've had the lead up until the seventh or eighth inning. At least two games in a row, they had at, one run allowed through yeah, seven innings. But at least the Yankees went into the ninth inning. Only down a run today. I feel like a couple other games they were mm-hmm. down a run, and then in the eighth or ninth, a reliever gave up a couple more and just completely took them out of so it. So what you were trying to flip out about last episode, the next piece of evidence shows the right. contrary. And you know what? I'm very happy about that. And you know what? Again, the you know people are roast. Oh, why? Why'd you go to Chad Green for two innings? What do you want the guy to do? He gave up a fucking home run, but he looked really good today. What do you want him to do? Right. Adam Adovino pitched four out of the first five games of the year. He, do you know what he's on pace to pitch this season? A hundred and thirty games. I literally started to see his face change a little bit into Scott Proctor already. Like he he's what do you want? You want him to be used every single game? He couldn't pitch today. Scott Proctor still. How many hates years, John? Out of, you know, three years. Uh, three. Three twenty-seven. My buddy Matt texted me the other day. By the way, oh, he yeah. was an inch away from Joe Torre. He got in a plane with him. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Say hi. I probably didn't. All right, so probably wanted to stay away from Chapman today after the uh, long inning yesterday. Yeah, because we know how he does after long innings. All right, so what are you left with? You're left with what you had. And you know what? Loisica only gives you four innings. you got to make up these innings somewhere. They have to come from somewhere. Loisica had a very weird game today because he is notorious. Like right at that fourth inning, he starts to kind of fall apart, but he kept it together. He did have a few walks in the fourth. He only gave up, what, one hit today, I think. 
Um, yeah, I yeah, one hit. yeah, one hit, and he had a few strikeouts. He had four strikeouts. <laughs> he had a nice strikeout on Miguel Cabrera in the first inning. One, but two. you know what? That's what you you're going to get out of him. You're only going to get right. four tops five innings. He was squeezed a little bit too today. I didn't really like the way the umpire called the zone. So on you him. know, and you know, shame on me for ripping Boone the other day because. The fact that the starting rotation is so injured also is going to affect the bullpen in itself and how you use these guys. And our bullpen's hurt too. So, Yeah, I mean, we were talking about it when the Batanza's injury came down. We said if there's one place on this team where you can sustain an injury, it's to the bullpen. But you're seeing... What not having just one piece is doing to the Yankees because, you know, to be honest with you, did you have faith that they were scoring another run tonight? No. Okay. But at least you can probably get the game into the 10th inning. No, you know when I knew, you know when I knew they weren't going to score another run? When Bird laced that ball and uh, who was it? That was um, the dude that used to be on the Pirates. Outfielder. Uh, Harrison. Harrison. He was probably playing in the outfield because of the shift. He's a second baseman. Yeah. But that's another thing. No, no, thing. no. I meant in the Pirates, he played the outfield sometimes. He was a, oh, he's a utility guy. Yeah. He moved around a lot. But he made a phenomenal play like a gold glove second baseman. I mean. How many times in your life have you seen a runner get hit with a batted ball? Yeah, it happened again today. Did it happen again? Judge, Aaron Judge. Judge. Guy, that's when you, I missed that. When you texted another Yankee went down with an injury, I was right at I was pretty much right at that because I I was out today and I didn't get home till five o'clock. So I said, you know, let me just record the game and I'll catch up instead of just listening to it in the radio yeah. uh, on the radios. So when I was there, that's why I was like, I hope you fucking die <laughs> because it was like right at the point where I was at in the game where uh, Judge had got hit by the by the batted ball. And that was Torres, and Torres hit. That was a rocket. He hit Look, too. We can sit here all day and just. But that was tw- that was twice in six games that a player got hit with a batted ball. And when's the last time you've we, seen that? Listen, you. We were all watching right together. That was opening day. Yeah, opening day. It happened. To we the were Orioles. like, I've, I don't think I've ever actually seen that in a Yankee game live. And now it happened twice within the first six games. But we can sit here and rip the offense all night. We could literally do a three-hour show. Let's talk about the pitching for a second. Outside of Jay Happ, who is notoriously slow in his first start, this pitching's been really good so far. I love what what we've seen out of Adovino. I love what we saw out of James Paxton. I'm excited to see him pitch tomorrow. Can someone explain to me why Paxton didn't pitch today? He's actually on short rest today. That's why. Really? Yeah. Oh, because of the day off after opening day. I right? know. I was like you because your right, brain right. is your brain just goes to Paxton after Tanaka. Right. I did the same. I forgot thing. about the day off. But he would actually be on short rest today. Because I was thinking, I'm like, wouldn't you rather him face the Tigers instead of go up against a team that just saw him his last outing? But I guess that makes the, sense. The Tigers. Who they're not really that bad. They have mm. some players like it, their offense shouldn't up and yeah, they you know their offense shouldn't be as bad as it has been. Harrison Cabrera, Castellanos. Like if you look at the Tigers lineup and you, I mean they they scored what one three and two. They scored six runs this series. But if you had lost, Christ, the, we held the team to six runs and we lost two out of three. I games. said that earlier in the. In oh the, my god! I said that earlier in the show, but. Uh, if you had lost two or three to them and you look just looked at their lineup, you're like, 
I could see it. I could see it. I don't like it, but I could see it. You look at the Orioles lineup. There's no explanation Bro, for all that. you have to do is look at the Tigers lineup. How many guys do you say you'd recognize on the Tigers lineup? Almost all of them, right? They're like at least seven out of nine. You know who they are. Yeah, maybe six or seven. Right? Yeah. Orioles, one. Trey Mancini, yeah. two. Chris, Chris Davis. Davis, two. That's it. Uh, Caleb Joseph, is he still there? Is he? I don't even know, man. You got Severino behind the plate for them now, mm-hmm. who I actually think is going to be a really good player. But who was the... Is that Caleb Joseph who was their catcher last year? The young kid? I can't think of his name. I think it is. No. Well, yeah, I mean he was on he was on there. How about I'm I'm shocked if he's not gonna be playing. Speaking of catchers. No, it's not him. It's not him. Can we talk about these throwing errors oh, yeah, by Gary Sanchez? Like going into the season defensively, suspect would be his, you know, pass ball rate or whatever. And his throwing arm was always praised. He yeah, was throwing the ball like shit for out there, a man. Catcher, look, uh, Jonathan VR. You know who he is. That's he got three. traded, right? That's three. Look, oh, yeah, that was for it. a catcher, you gotta you gotta think about what Sanchez is working on in the offseason. Plus, he was injured. He's working on his pass ball rate, blocking balls. He's working on his offense. The one thing that I'm sure he obviously worked on a lot is throwing runners out, but it kind of takes a back burner. And a big part of that isn't his arm, it's his footwork. A lot of that is footwork that will come again in the next couple weeks. But it, I'm sure... Throwing out runners took a little bit of a back burner for Gary Sanchez because that's been his one thing that he's been great at. Sanchez is another guy that, no matter what he does, there's just people that are right. just, they just don't care. He just has a target I mean, on just, his back. Just how many wild throws to second have there been already this season? Not just him. You throw in Voits but and you know one what? game back. It's, it cost them games. It's not just... Gary's fault. No, the one was on Torres, but they still gave it to Sanchez. Well, yeah, it's got to be an error on the catcher. It was a catchable ball. But that's what you do as a catcher. If anything, and I used to tell, when I used to play first base, I'm a short guy. I used to say, if anything, if you're going to mess up the throw, throw it in the dirt. I'll pick it. Don't throw mm. it over my head. As a catcher, if he's not getting a good grip on the ball and he's throwing it down, keep it low. And Torres has to make a couple of those plays because right. that ball was dead on a couple games ago. And he let it go right into the outfield. I mean, Gary Sanchez could literally go 20 for 20 with 20 home runs, all grand slams. And then he could strike out four times the next game. And in the middle of that, have one pass ball. This guy fucking sucks. And that would be the end of it. Forget it. We need, what's his name? Real Real Muto. Muto. Oh, did you hear this one? I'm telling you, when the Yankees are losing, Twitter is like the the I don't even go on anymore. I just post. I don't read. It's the worst place because the takes that you get from some of these people are ridiculous. Uh, Here's one I got yesterday. The Yankees are being punished by the baseball gods because they didn't sign Machado or Harper. Jesus Christ. Give it up. Give it up. And then when the the Andujar news came out, oh, uh, that's what the Yankees get for not signing Manny Machado. What? Like, are you serious? Are you first of all, you are you that much of a dick that this kid who came up here last year that the Yankees didn't even want sniffing the major league last his year ass off probably harder than anyone this offseason. Came up here last season and was 
the the Yankees' best offensive player in 2018, and then in the offseason worked his ass off to get better, and you're just like, that's all you're concerned with is Manny Machado? Fuck Manny Machado. I'll say it again. Who who did I say that about? Probably Bryce Patrick Corbin. Oh, yeah. Fuck Patrick Corbin, fuck Bryce Harper, and fuck Manny Machado. We are the New York Yankees. You need to live and die with this team if you're a true fan. Stop worrying about what, who the Yankees signed and who they didn't. And you know what? Up until the last couple days when the injuries really started to pile on, you know what I sat back and thought? This is where you can look at Brian Cashman and say he is a fucking genius. Because, again, up until like Stanton added on, tacked on to everything and Andujar... Even after, I mean, you have, you had I mean, Andujar go down. How much would Manny Machado really be helping the Yankees? He's batting 240 with a home run and three runs batted in right now. Right. So, so I mean, but, I know it's, a, it's six games, but, you know, everybody, it's like, oh, we had Manny. Okay. Come on. Listen, but when Andujar goes down, right, that's like a devastating thing, especially as fans. We're looking forward to seeing him this year. You replace him with a gold glove defensive player. And all these other guys go down. We have depth. No, It's just gotten to a point now where there's so many that you can't. Yeah. It's just so ridiculous now. You can lose one. Like, they were cut. Even with Didi out, they were covered for one injury in the infield. Now we have two. Tulowitzki's going. Oh, Bird's coming too. Bird will be next. Tell you right now. And you know what? I was a little pissed off at Bird today because he hit that ball in the ninth. And like I said, well, why can't I think of his name? He's one of Harrison made a great play on him. And he was like trotting down to first, it looked like. But then I was like, you know what? <laughs> Don't get hurt. Yeah. Like if he starts busting it down the line, forget That's it. That's probably full speed for him, though. Mm, he's a little bit quicker than I saw him run today. Oh, here's another one that... You know, let's. Here's another one from the anti the anti booners. Ready? What? What? Why did? Uh, why? Why did he pinch hit? Or why pinch did he run pinch run Gardner? What? Okay, I'll tell you why. Everybody, you, you want to handle this one? Uh, I didn't. I wasn't. I was so taken back at the time. All my answer to that is right now is analytics. Not analytics. I wasn't paying attention enough, but that was my thought was like analytics to pinch run him with two outs. They're down by a run with a slow guy with a slow runner on first base with two outs. You need to bring somebody in there that can score on a hit. Yeah, but their fight was why not put him in with no outs? Because, and I explained this to somebody already today when uh, it was Voight, right? Yeah, Voight got pinched. You never uh, noticed on a sidebar, you uh, you played Mike Tyson's punch out, right? No. You never played Mike Tyson's punch? No. Wow, deprived child. Have, did you ever play Mike Tyson's punch? Yes. Fight night. Uh when when Michael K says Voight, doesn't it sound like the noise that little Mac makes? I wouldn't when he know punched? enough. Voight, 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 Voight. I wouldn't know enough. Well I kinda want to play the game now though. Yeah. Uh anyway. When the runner leads, I understand. All right, here we go. When the runner leads, uh, when Voigt leads off the inning and gets on, at that point, 
you're hoping your offense can string together a few hits. Right. So you're not playing for one at-bat at that point. Right. With two outs in the inning, he needs to put a faster runner in because Voight's not scoring. He's most likely not scoring on a double in the gap. Right. And guess what's going to happen if Voight stays in and Bird puts one in the gap and Voight's at third base and they don't score the right. run. You're hoping when he's there's gonna no get, outs. He's going to get killed. This is what I'm telling you. guy. It's been six games. You can't be on both sides of the fence. Well, if he does A, I'm going to rip him. And if he does B, I'm going to rip him. Because at that point, with no outs... You're confident in your offense to at least have, they have at least two chances to have even productive outs to move him over at some point. I, I mean, now if it was the ninth and that happened, I'm sure they would have probably a bunt. Uh, we don't. No one bunts. Put Gardner anymore. in right away. No one bunts. Well, you anymore. want to talk about analytics? That's, That's not what I'm talking. It's not even in the. But anal- that was. Uh, but that was Tyler my, Wade tried bunting with two but, outs today. But my who did Tyler Wade? My debate is so. that what happened. Yeah, he bunted with two outs and, and he popped, popped it, it to up. the first baseman. Listen, that was my argument back was analytics because at the end of the day, it does come back to that because the analytics show that there's a better chance that instead of replacing a guy like Voigt at that point in an anemic offense, there's a better chance that your offense will naturally move him into scoring position. And then with two outs at that point, you need a runner on who can make something happen himself. Now, don't forget something either. Voigt's a big dude, but if he got onto second base, he's scoring on on you know a questionable gapper that Greg Bird absolutely wouldn't score on. Voigt's not that slow. Voigt has a little bit of speed. We saw him score from first base the other night. But you have to make that move with two outs. Yes, with two outs, absolutely. But analytics, Gardner got is, thrown out. Analytics is what. It yeah, comes and that's down another to. thing. People are killing Gardner on uh, for getting thrown out. This team is not scoring runs. They're trying to, to do something. something. Right. Yeah, that was the right move. It, look, I'm the first person to rip the Yankees for not stealing enough bases. But again, analytics, which I fucking hate. I think they're it, all this extra analytical bullshit is ruining the game. Analytics show that stealing a bag isn't always the smartest move. Unless you can steal at an 80% clip. They don't, it's not in the analytics handbook. Right. But at that point, so now what? We're going to sit here and rip them for not being aggressive, but then they finally are and he gets thrown out and now it's, you know, coaches, the coaching staff's fault. I love the analytics, but that that emotional aspect of baseball isn't in the analytics. First of all, that in the moment, First of all, you want to know, right? That's what. That's why I say it's killing the game because I love the it's all by the books. It should be by the books. I think it and works. You want to know what the funniest part about it is? Is that you get on Twitter the uh, "I still wish Girardi was here" crowd. Come on, what did he always have with him? A binder. He and said it on Francesca the other day. He goes, Mike, you know me. I was I was Joe the binder or whatever. He's binder Joe. He was all about the analytics, but. Here's is, something. Is just because is it because Boone gets his from a guy standing in, in the right. tunnel that it's it, it bothers you when right. Joe Girardi openly did it right in front of you. He couldn't do anything that wasn't in that binder. Guys, anyone listening, I promise you this: anyone ripping Boone for making Gardy steal, you can get anyone in the Yankee organization on this show, and they will all tell you the same answer: Brett Gardner does not get signs to steal. Brett Gardner steals on his own. Guys who take pitches don't get the take sign. Aaron Judge, if he takes if he takes a 3-0 pitch or a 3-1 pitch, he's doing that on his own. Boone came out and said that. 
when it's guys that they trust, they are not giving signs. They are. That's why you see so many Yankees taking uh, swings at shit pitches on three zero counts. You know what? Boone's got to develop that sign. I don't know what he's got to do. Maybe you can just. T- Jump on the top step. Yeah, and but be I like, don't think don't fucking swing. But three zero, that bat should be shoved further up your ass than it should be. Uh, uh, ready but again, to swing. here's where the analytics kill me, and you just said it yourself about, about losing that gut feeling and you losing what you see in the game. If you want to have a green light on a three zero count or a three one count. Look at the surrounding at-bats. That's what kills me with the Yankees. You'll have a guy get up there. You'll have Gary Sanchez up there with a 3-0 count after the pitcher just walked the last two batters on eight pitches. Yeah, and and he'll swing at bullshit. And what he do? Was it two games? Was it in the Baltimore game? And it might have been in Baltimore. The last game in Bolt uh, against Baltimore, the first game. How many times are you going to say Baltimore, you think, in that sentence? How many times are you going to get ball, punched ball, in ball, the ball. The Orioles. Hmm. Are you done? Done. It was either the last game against the Orioles or the first game against the Tigers when he was up 3-0 in the count and he's swinging the ball's practically in the other batter's box 3-0 and he's tapping it back to the pitcher. Who is that, Gary? That was Gary. Sanchez? Like you gotta be smarter than that. Yes. You know what? I know Clint Frazier struck out in that one of those last at bats, but it was actually Analytics. a good at bat, and I'll tell you why. It was a three-one count. I believe, and I texted you guys, and I said, if he swings at a shit pitch right now that he can't do anything with, I'm going to flip the fuck out, and he took an outside fastball. That was questionable. I would have given it to the pitcher. I didn't like it. I thought it was questionable, but he hit his spot, and that is a pitch on a 3-1 count that as a hitter with an approach, you are not swinging at because you're not doing anything with it. Analytics. And then he got beat on a really good tailing whatever that oh i think it was a it was a slider that started and broke off the outside you know how they do drops on uh on radio shows like a soundboard yeah yeah can you do one of me going analytics no i'll play that if i'm i'm not gonna say what i was trying to yeah trying to five knuckle shuffle no no thank you Frazier walked on four pitches earlier in the game. Yeah, well, that was like a minor miracle. I thought Jesus had risen from the dead again because he actually didn't swing at something. Yeah. He's th- another one. He, th- This kid. Uh, but again, look at what he's trying to prove in such a short time. That's what I'm saying. In his head, he knows he's not long for this major league club. Well, he might be. Maybe. Mike Tockman's playing fucking center but field. In, but in his head, all he's saying to himself is, "I only have, I only might have, you know, a handful of games to prove that I should be up here," and he's trying to do too much. These guys need to settle the fuck down. Yeah, they do. Maybe getting, but it's early. It's so early. The Yankees, even though we said there's no excuse for them to start slow, they are notoriously slow starters. Once it starts to get are. a little warmer, you're gonna see these home run bats come alive, and they're gonna start winning a lot of ball games. That's why wouldn't you kind of rather face a team like the Astros or the Indians right out of the gate? Face a good team that tests you instead of this kind oh, of playing, on paper. They're, they're playing the oh, Astros. What, next what would they week? be? Zero and six right now instead of two and four. Nobody's off to any of the really good yeah. teams in the, in the American League are not off to good why? starts right now. You want to know why? Because it's six fucking games. You want to know why? Because, Analytics. Oh my god! Yeah, stop doing that. Everyone. Oh really? With him with the stupid Tommy Boy shit last week. That's okay though. Yeah. That was okay. Tommy likey. Yeah, I shouldn't even have said Tommy. Anything. Tommy want wingy. Look, you see, they're, they're Helen. Let me tell you why I suck. 
Uh, here you go. The uh, go down. There the Astros are playing now, and they're two and four as we speak, playing a game. So they could be three and four or two and five. That oh, there you go. You're I, naughty. Does anybody really think that uh, the Mets are going to win the division? I was thinking yeah. about it today. I'm someone who. How's that $400 million treating the Angels, giving it to Mike Trout? Oh, my God. Really, man. Listen, I'm someone who, I'm just indifferent towards the Mets. I like when the Mets are good because I think it it Can, does a lot for baseball in this area when both teams are good. But, well, if the Yankees aren't on, you want to watch on. a baseball game, just it's like Yankee, better to watch just it. Like, them on the other just night. like Yankee fans forget that this team started 9-9 nine and nine last year and then exploded after they wanted to hang Boone on live television and kill the entire ball club. They went nine and nine and then they just took off. Do Mets fans forget? Actually, no Mets fans are, they, a little they bit haven't more forgot that they were 11 attentive and one with year. that because they were 11 and one, right? Yeah. And then what? Analytics. <laughs> and then they lost 10, 20 games in a row. So I, but the Mets are a much better ball Did they club. They have the record. For quickest turnaround from ten games over to ten games under five hundred so, yes. in major league history, but the Mets are a, a much better ball club than they were last year. I think I think our boy Bro did a pretty good job over there. He did, Bro. but yeah. but when is the injury bug going to start to hit the Mets like it is the Yankees? Because well, you know that's an yeah, they're already dealing with some. Oh, well, you know, Larry, Frazier's right? out, Larry's out. Uh, you know, yeah, but these like, these other kids they got up are doing yeah. pretty well. Alonzo hit a bomb. Alonzo. Cano's off to a good start. Actually, he had a good opening day. He hasn't uh, really yeah. hit much. Really, since then. I thought he had a couple big hits the other night. Mm. They were talking about it on know. the radio today. Who gives really, a shit. He hasn't really done much yeah. since opening Fuck day. Fuck them. They'll be ten games under five hundred. Like Seattle's seven and one. I mean, are they going to win the the West? This is exactly what I'm talking about, folks. Same exact thing as last year. This you can't take the first week, the first two weeks of baseball, and you can't take it seriously. That's not your team. Your team... Oh, Philly lost today? That was a... Fr- yeah, that was you a wanna re- You want to truly evaluate your team... Of Just the- look at the analytics! Oh, my God. Seriously, Everyone man, stop I'm t- listening. I'm turning off this podcast. I'm actually right going to turn my headphones off. Um, you want to evaluate your team for the first time? Do it at Memorial Day. That's, That's the you- first mile marker. Right. That's when you really evaluate your team. But you don't even want if, to, you know what? You don't want to be even 10 after games the under. first thirty games. If you want to look at the team, fine. But really, your team should have gelled by Memorial Day, and that's really when you can truly evaluate the team that you have. And if and if your team needs to go out and get guys to to step it up, Milwaukee's pretty good though. The only team that scares me that's playing well right now are the Rays, yeah, because they can be good. And I think Kevin Cash is a good manager. They can be good, but if the Yankees and Red Sox play to their capabilities, they're not going to hang Right, with them. and that's my point, is that look at the two teams that are destined to win this division. They're both sitting at the bottom. You think the fucking Blue Jays and Orioles and the Rays are better than those two teams? Look at that Boston take run differential. Breath. I know, it's crazy. Leads the league at minus 18. But the next again, closest, minus how many 13. games were they playing at Fenway over yeah. the last... Have they been home? No, they haven't been home yet. Where were they playing? Seattle and Oakland. Mm, that I mean, not west. Well, Oakland's pretty cold, but not Boston. It at night, it gets very cold. It's not Talkman. Talkman. It's like <laughs> it's like 
It's like Brian Cashman Harbor. It's like Brian Cashman knew. He's like, we don't have Shane Robinson this year, so let's pick up Talkman. No, it's like it, no, it's uh, Talkman. Like you're in Boston. It's like Talkman. in fucking Boston. Talkman. Talkman. I got a number. Put on number thirty nine. How you like them apples? That's another thing. Today, fans are like, yeah, he's got to make a trade. Who the hell are you trading for after six games? Who honestly, who would be available that a team would trade you would actually be considered an upgrade over what the Yankees have right now? I'm listening to CMB today, who are atrocious. Literally the worst radio show I've ever listened to in my life. They're so bad. They're so bad. Um, but Maggie Gray is okay once in a while. They're all right on their own. It's when you put like them Maggie together. Gray is the only reason why they're still running. But they had a poll out today, and they're like, should the Yankees be worried and go out and shop around? Yeah, I was like, no. And they were like, because of how many injuries have piled up. I'm like, no, that's not why you're running the poll. And that's why the answer is no. The reason why you're running that poll is because they're two and now two and four. If they were six and oh or five and oh at the time. You're not running any poll like that. You're not even thinking about it. It's all about what they've done in the first week. So, no, you don't just jump and get somebody. Give it some time. There's Relax. No, you're not going to make a big move six games into the season. You're not going to do it. Unless you, unless the Yankees knew 100% that somebody irreplaceable was out for the season. Right. And it's not going to happen. And even if they got the worst possible news on, on Miguel Andujar, Andujar he's, not, DJ he's not irreplaceable in the sense that the Yankees Can't have a replacement right. in LeMayu. Who's been very good of late. Like, if they learn that Stan's injury was a season ender, then you have to then, go. And, yes. You probably have to go out there and get a power back yes. somewhere. But, I mean, I get it because... We know just as well as anyone because how it, Mike Talkman ugh. cannot play left field no, for the Yankees. He's Shane Robinson. You can't have it. He's a taller left-handed Shane Robinson. But I, if anyone gets it, it's the three of us. How excited! But do you know you know why Talkman's here, right? Why analytics? Oh, I hate you so much. <laughs> if you, if you like, it, come on. After today, can we can have I get a little my bit, fucking point? Can we out, have a little please? bit of fun after after what yes. we've been through. If you can't laugh, you cry, right? But the three of us know better than anyone else how excited and how great the anticipation is to start the year. So I get it that everyone's extra passionate in the first week and they're disappointed more than they would be if this was happening in the middle of the year. But it's such a long season, 162 games. These games should be won, yes, even with the injuries, but it's not the end of the world. It's like I said last episode, you put more stock in the first three games because it's the first three games. If that series had happened in August and the Yankees were 30 games over 500, you're like, eh, it's the same thing that happened last year. This April, this April is last August. But I dis- here's why I disagree with you. I get your point, but by mid, by August or, or July or whatever, I don't care necessarily about their record. It is windy outside. It's very windy. I don't care necessarily about the team's record at that point. I'm looking at what, if anyone's ahead of us or right behind us, what they're doing. Because they could be 30 games over 500, but if they're only one game up on the division and they lose two out of three to the Orioles, I'm still just as angry. Yeah, I understand that. But if they're playing good baseball and they had been playing good baseball right, then all it's year not like, oh, and this it's team one sucks. series, right. you're just like, 
Okay, it happens. You're not angry because the team sucks. You're angry because you didn't take advantage of a weak and team. And this, like I said, this April is last August, and the Yankees were terrible last August because they were just tired. sunk with injuries. Right, tired, injured. They didn't. This, this, I'm having like flashbacks of last August. The only difference is now. Everybody is hurt, and Aaron Judge is healthy, whereas Aaron Judge was hurt, and everybody... Well, no, Didi was... I have a question. I think you'll know this answer. Who's the doctor that Francesa always has on? He says he's the greatest uh, with the injury stuff. He had him on during Bird's injury towards the end of last year, whenever he came back or I something. No. Someone had... I think it was Joe and Ev had him on. Joe and Ev had him on. Dr. Bird, paging Dr. Bird. Wait, go to, don't type Mike Francesa, type in Joe and Evan. Just type in Dr. No. Just type in Dr. Uh, MLB Doctor of Injuries for Joe and, Ev- well, and Joe and Evan. No, that's a, that's a lot. I want to have this guy on our show. Manish Meta? No, he covers the Jets for the Daily News. I'll find. I'll figure it out. Okay. I want to get him on the show. Okay, you do that. I want to. I want to discuss a few okay. things. Is that okay? Is that okay with you, Mike? To have it. To- uh, yeah, okay. You guys throwing up? Okay. I'll get Mink. What a doofy looking motherfucker! <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> could you have picked two uglier guys? That's why they're on the radio. I love them though. Could you have picked two uglier guys? No, I love Joe and Ev, though. I really do. I think Evan's great. Evan, I don't know if he does if he if it's just seasonal, but when he does his show on his own, even on Saturday, I think it's a great show. Mm. I really do. Ugh, like that's why I don't tell people I watch wrestling anymore because the guys like Evan Roberts, like he's like a like he, that's the type of person you'd expect to see at a wrestling show. Yeah. Yeah, you're all you're all fucking losers. Okay. Okay. Uh-huh. You guys want to talk about how the AAF had to fold before the end of their season? The who? AAF football. What's that? American Alliance of Football. Oh, is that what what's his face started? No, Vince? that's the XFL that's next no, year. Yeah. Oh. I no, don't really I, care I, about football. Two hundred fifty million. You want to know something? I bear I couldn't care less about football during football season. I absolutely don't even want to think about football when it's baseball season. Okay. 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 All right. What, uh, when do we, uh, we got to do it. We got to do a little spot for baseballism now. Yeah. Do Yeah. Yeah. Let, hey, yeah, listen, yeah, here, yeah. 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 Here's a little, before we will actually kick it to the, to the sponsor. Did you check out the hat? I tweeted that 42. I don't know if it's for Jackie Robinson or not, but as a Yankee fan, I'm going to also say that it's for Mo uh, Everything. Mariano. I'm sure it's for Jackie Robinson. Every 42 is for Jackie Robinson. The Yankees are, they're, they're MLB.com is selling 42 yeah, Yankee listen, jerseys. That no are, disrespect to Jackie Robinson, but if you're selling a Yankee jersey number 42 and telling me that it's Jackie Robinson, I'm a little annoyed. I'm a little angry about that. Has nothing to do with Jackie Robinson. You want to give the guy? I understand what he did. You want to, <clears throat> excuse me. You want to give the guy a day? You honor him across Absolutely. Major League Baseball. Absolutely fine. But this thing where, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, where? Jeez, you okay? You want water? Well, you don't have any. 
I have well water. This thing where he, uh, he, we have to pretend like Mariana Rivera was a number 42. Right. That's That's, just not okay. That's not okay. All right. Well, you know what is okay? Hearing from our sponsors. So why don't we do that? Let's kick it to them, uh, and then we'll come up and guess we'll go over the schedule or something. That seems to be what we've been doing. Let's kick it to baseballism. Guys, seriously, check out baseballism.com. They're starting to roll out this 42 series hat. You got to check it out. A couple new shirts I think they got coming out. And also use promo code MIYST. If you actually, if you spend $50 on baseballism.com right now, use promo code MIYST to save 15% and you'll get a free 42 hat if you spend over $50. Another thing I'll say before we kick it to baseballism, I got it. Right at the cusp now, I'm almost fully there working on the back end. We're going to start rolling out some awesome apparel. Some Any any of you loyal listeners for the last 109 episodes, uh, we're going to have some MIYST geared apparel. And also for the players. We're the, players. Gonna, the players who throw sliders. Um, so check out the MIYST fan shop. We'll be posting a bunch of that too. Let's kick it to the sponsors and uh, we'll be back after this. Hey, have you heard about baseballism? A premium lifestyle apparel brand focusing on the class, tradition, and history of baseball. You can find everything from accessories such as phone cases and watches to your next favorite baseball tee. Whether you're a player or just a fan of the game, Baseballism has something for everyone. They also have multiple stores, including one in Cooperstown, home of the Baseball Hall of Fame. Hop online to Baseballism.com and check out all they have to offer. Just be sure to use promo code NYYST at checkout for 15% off your entire order. Baseballism, a brand built for love of the game. All right. Thank you to our sponsors, Baseballism. Check them out on Twitter at Baseballism. Check them out on Baseballism.com. NYYST will save you 15% at checkout. And I know that because I did the analytics. I hate you so much. And I don't blame anyone who no longer wants to listen to this show. Okay. But you know what? I'm happy because you're being you. And you know what? That's something I had to really stress Feel to you. Feel your feelings. Someone at work looked at me. They don't listen to the show. Someone uh, that I was working with the other day looked at me and they go, I just want to fucking rip someone's heart out like the scene in Dumb and Dumber. It was the next day after we recorded last week talking about the Dumb and Dumber thing. You know what the biggest uh, shock of the entire Yankee season is so far? What? No more Kate Smith. Okay, let's discuss this real quick. <laughs> when did I hear her? Was that you definitely heard her on opening day? And opening it skipped day or something? Something went wrong with the audio. That's what I think Hope tweeted was, out. Okay, so what? That's the only audio. 
Maybe, maybe that bro, they one, had. She's like from the 1900s. Like, but bro, I that was like the probably, first I recording. Find it. In, I'll tell you what. There is Do you nothing. Miss it? There is nothing I'm happier about this season. Really? Like, if anything was gonna make this two and four start, like okay for me it's that i don't have to listen to kate smith but anymore if they're still struggling before that homestand against chicago when that starts you better fucking hear kate smith's rendition of oh God yeah Bless america if yeah. they're still struggling you gotta bring it back i think uh i think it's time to uh-huh. accept ronan tynan's apology yeah, and that won't and happen open up a relationship with him again and, and move past it because were they on good terms in 2009 or no? What did he do again? He sang God Bless America. No, what did he do though? Why uh, he off something we fucked up. It up. It was something about uh, people that moved into the same apartment complex as him and he made a racial uh, slur about the ethnicity of those people. Okay, so not that that's good. But no. I thought that it had something to do with like Michael Jackson type shit. No, it was no, it no. was a racial. Uh, and look, he said something. I he do not condone have. that behavior. But you just said like, it's, it's bring him back. Listen, bring it's 2019. If you if you truly have those feelings towards people, you're just a piece of shit. But people make but mistakes. If you could sing God Bless America. Come on, now. this part when he goes, People make mistakes. God bless <laughs> That's pretty good. They should just hire you. Maybe I'll go out there and sing. Um, people make mistakes, right? People yeah. people learn from the mistakes. You hope. Let's let's maybe get him back this year. I think we need his magic. You know. <laughs> yeah, he made a bad joke. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Bad joke. Okay. I thought it was something like really not that this is good, but I thought it was something like really bad. Like to a Jewish doctor who was seeking an apartment in his building. So was it just a like a tasteless joke? But like he actually yeah. liked the guy? The real estate agent said to the tenor, Don't worry, they're not Red Sox fans. He replied, I don't care about that as long as they're not Jewish. Ooh, that's tough. And that was the line. Does he speak English? That got him fired. Does he speaks English? I think he just sings Ronan, English. I'm, I'm actually impressed you knew his name. Come like on, that. Ronan Tiny. I, man. I grew up on the, the guy. Irish tenor. I grew up on the guy. Not that this is good, but it's not. It was a lot it, worse. I thought it was a lot worse. Like saying something like that is is not good. Like let's just put that on the table. Like you right. probably we don't not condone that behavior. Like that. Right. But Especially if you're what a guy was in with my name. What what was in my mind that I don't know how I made that correlation with him. Well he does kind of look like a creep. Like he looks like he could fit the profile of what you thought he did. Creep. Creep creep. Didn't TLC have a song called Creep? Yep. Creep. That's all I know. Okay. All right. Let's fucking wrap this shit up, man. So there will be no... Sh- There's actually a need to make an announcement. There will be no show Sunday. This is our last episode for a week. For a week? Yeah. Why? WrestleMania is Sunday, Let bro. me tell you something. If you take WrestleMania more seriously than this show, you might as well just pack it up now. Pack it up, wait- baby! Instead of wasting your time at this point. You're not even excited that the women are main eventing WrestleMania for the first time? No. I don't... I couldn't what, care. Rousey? If, on the Rousey, if, Charlotte Flair, and Apes, Becky Lynch. 
if apes were going to wrestle for WrestleMania, I hate wrestling. Any relation to Ric Flair? The daughter. It's, a, oh, no it's way. his daughter, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, it's great. Let's spend $400 to watch. This is the guy who's always like, oh, yeah. To watch a television show that's, that's scripted. That's my boy. Yeah, I'm going to go in there. I'm going to do Not to yeah. take this show. Not to, oh, you ever watch his interviews, coffee, man? It is so good. He gives such coffee, good interview. Man. That's Ric Flair. Going in there. Yeah, He's yeah. a great performer. But I'm not, not, I'm listen, not, I'm not going to WrestleMania this I year. hate wrestling, but I will, not to take this show so off topic, but if I will give wrestling credit for one thing, they really don't leak any of this shit. They keep it pretty tight, right? Does a lot? Does anything leak? Because it's all scripted. We all know that. Does any of this leak? They try it not to let it leak, but there. Are people, but have there been things that? Oh yeah, there's been plenty of stuff that's been spoiled that somebody oh, really? has, has leaked on the internet, and then. But is it like a bunch of people like with the Manny Machado shit? Like his friend told me. I saw Dan Clark fucking tweeted something. I almost told him to just go fuck himself. No, I'd be like, you shouldn't be tweeting anymore, you jerk off. No, it'd be like, um, just kidding. If you listen to this podcast, Dan. No, it'd be like something like. Daniel Bryan scheduled to win WWE Championship at WrestleMania, and then somebody will sit in a production meeting where Vince McMahon says that they'll go put it on the internet, and then Vince will be like, "No, I'm not." That's doing, what you thought. No, I'm not doing. Now I'm not doing that. Yeah, that's so stupid. But then there's some shit that gets out, like when Brock Lesnar came back. Every it was supposed to be a big surprise, but everybody knew because it had leaked already. Okay. All right. So Sunday night. We're recording Sunday oh, we gotta, in the evening. We got to do it early, bro. Seriously, I got to watch WrestleMania. Well, the game's on at one. Yeah. So we go right after the game. Okay. All right. Or if the Yankees have lost the first if two. If they get swept, I don't even want to do a show. Seriously, I'm not even. We'll gonna... just come on here for 10 minutes and just say, fuck this, and we'll put out a show. Can I just say one last thing now that uh, yeah. David Cohn's face popped up? To the, to the anti-booners out there that you want Boone gone, right? You want him gone. I had somebody suggest David Cohn be the new I love today. David Cohn, but okay. he's fucking creepy looking. <laughs> yeah, you think you think Boone's analytics are bad? Let me tell you something, brother, okay? Bruh. Do you really think that Cashman's going to fire Aaron Boone, number one? Do you really think he's going to do that? No, nor okay. should he. Number two, do you really think he's going to fire Aaron Boone and then replace him with a guy like Buck Showalter that's going to do whatever the fuck Buck Showalter wants to do? No. Or you think he's just going to sit there, or you think he's going to hire another analytics analytics guy? Hey, fans. He might just take the job himself. At that point, he's just going to be like, fuck it, i do it myself. Like it? I'm going to do a bolt and I'm going to win the whole thing. I'm going to do it by myself. What do you think that conversation would be like when he's got to go pull CC after five and two thirds? Brian, what do you think I should do? I don't know, Brian. I think you should pull him. <laughs> I don't know. The analytics. Listen, like it or not, like it or not, why would they hire Buck Walter when their biggest thing outside of the numbers and whatever is they wanted a younger, fresher guy who gels with these yeah, younger players. You're going to bring Buck Walter in? Let me tell Buck. you something. One Who of my a fondest memories. Guy. He's a big one of, gut guy. He is. One of my fondest memories of baseball as a kid was 1995 when the Yankees clinched a playoff berth and Buck Walter sat in the dugout with his arms crossed and didn't show any emotion. Mm-hmm. And I went, I fucking hate this guy. As I got older and he managed the Orioles, I appreciated him a lot more. But... 
you really want that in this clubhouse? You think you think uh, you know Boone's bad because he doesn't show enough fire, so to say. Well, Buck Walter doesn't show enough excitement for me. Uh, <clears throat> I've haven't had a chance to continue reading Inside the Empire. I'm up to like page twenty three or any right now, but I got through the part where they go through why Joe Girardi isn't here and somebody asked me for a Cliff Notes version of it earlier today and it's basically because the guy's an asshole. That's why he's not here. Yeah. And uh, Brian Cashman doesn't want to deal with an asshole as his manager. Apparently Brian Cashman's a pretty big asshole too. Well, two assholes. But I just think it's that he's good at his job and he's stern and that's just how he has to be. Whereas Joe Girardi, I I hear, was a real big douche. Well, they said in the book that uh, Girardi would walk into the clubhouse and make a beeline for his his office, not even say anything to his players, whereas Boone at least makes it a point to bump fists, shake a hand, say, hey, boy. Imitate his pitchers. You know, hey, man, how you doing? Girardi was just, he didn't want to have anything to do with, with that. Yes, and then hours after winning the World Series, Joe Girardi uh, changed somebody's tire in yeah, 2009. You guys want to rip the guy for no, being listen, a good guy. as a human being, as a human being, I actually really like Joe Girardi. People say he never showed his true emotion, but when he was touched by something, he let it out, and I always appreciated he that was about him. Touched by an angel. And at the end of the day, he might have been a dick as a business guy and and during his job, but. He did have a heart, and he and he seemed like an empathetic person. So these stories of him helping don't surprise me. But in in this world of Yankee baseball, he just didn't fit the part anymore. They said that he had no interest in anything that his players had interest in, and you know, not that you have to like the same movies or listen to the same music, but he had no level of connection. Yeah, and now you got a guy like Boone. Hitting the, hitting the town with Andujar and Sanchez in the offseason. He had no level of connection with his players. His players. Players. Chris Davis got a fat dippy in. I think, was it her? Who did I say was dip? Herman, he did have he a did fat dippy in. Did he when he was in. pitching? Yep. Oh, he did? Oh, he did. I didn't. I didn't love it. Uh, you know what I love? Look for it. When CeCe pitches and then they take him out for the game. Yeah. You watch him pack a, pack <laughs> like a, a dip. Like a full tin. Oh, yeah. The whole thing is just it's in his the lip. the whole thing. It's great. Love every second of it. And did Andu Andu Hart did Herman lose weight over the season? Because Jesus, the guy's probably his waist is probably what like a four. He looked good. Why are you talking about his waist size? Because he's so skinny. Like I never have. When have you ever seen a pitcher Look that at small? This guy is his waist a four. Four. Listen, I don't know, man. He looked pretty pretty damn good. No, though. his he's, he's got no, good he stuff, was, man. but where do you? I mean, Jesus. The guy could be. I guess on. I didn't pay attention enough to his size, but I will if I see him. You don't again. think he's a small guy? Oh yeah, he's very looks frail. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, the guy's tiny. But uh, turn sideways, and you, you know who him. else packs fat dippies? Who? My boy DJ LeMayhew. LeMayhew. That's exaggerated. He's not 175. No pounds. way. No he's like 150, way. wet, soaking wet. All right, I'm done. I've hit my capacity for analytics. I really hate you. I'm actually going to. Yeah. Can you edit out? All I'm going to actually. No, you have to leave it in. I'm going to censor it like he's cursing every time he does it. Um, I'll, I'll sue you. Do you want to do. I will fucking You know what I would love you. to do one day? What's that? Maybe we could like 
tie it into like raising money or something like a like a telethon. I would love to do a pod one day, do it live on Twitter, YouTube for like six hours. Just do a six hour show. Nope. Not interested. Come on. That would be fun. That'd be fun. We have we have people call in live. What are you gonna talk about for six hours? Oh, bro, the guys on the radio do it all the time. Yeah, I know they talk about every sport. You tell me we can't sit here for six hours and talk about the Yankees. You have to take commercial breaks. Yeah. We'll take breaks. All right. Okay. PP breaks. Let's do a 24 hour. I would love to do that. If would, we could take, if we, we could, could get, if we could raise at least 15 grand for charity, that's I would, a good idea. I would do it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Let's do something let's for charity. Let's think about this. Yeah. Let's see. Anyone still listening to the show, leave us. I know we talked, said to leave us a rating and review earlier. Leave us a review. If you'd be down for that, a 24 hour. Friggin- I'm totally down. Telethon type raising money for a good cause show. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so we'll be back Sunday afternoon after the Yankees game against the Orioles. God only knows how many more losses the Yankees will have. God only knows if they'll have enough players to field the team at that Jesus. point. Uh, but we will be back on Sunday to discuss it. Um, Thank you to our sponsors, Baseballism, once again. Find them on Twitter, at Baseballism. Follow us on Twitter, at NYY Sports Talk. Uh, stack guy, Rye. Go Yanks. Do it again. Seriously. This team needs some motivation. Get go it. Yanks. There you go. Chris. Let's go. Chris. Say goodbye. Peace.